The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. 821 you are with SFM 104 to 107. If you are in the Western Cape, uh, in Cape Town in particular, there is an opportunity for you to go to the Castle of Good Hope. They've launched an exhibition, the Cape Muslim Heritage Art Exhibition and the Imam Haron Exhibitions. On the line with us is Calvin Gulfalan, who is the CEO of the Castle Control Board. Calvin, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and a very good morning to your listeners. And, and thanks for the beautiful interview with that young lady that you have this uh, this morning. Thank you. So heartwarming. It's, you know, more and more and more I realize how many people there are in this country that are doing absolutely incredible things. And it's yeah. as though we don't even pay credit or, or, or support them or celebrate them, and yet uh, they really deserve it. Yes, indeed. And, and that's what I, as an, an old youth, want to do. I, I want to use heritage, and in my, my case, the privilege to work at the oldest colonial building in the country to bring out those messages of hope. You referred to the two exhibitions. Yeah. We even have a third exhibition that we launched last Saturday, which is called If These Bones Could Talk. It's yes. about the plight of the rhinos here. Uh, and, and, and the kids just love it to, to in, a, uh, you know, in a playful manner, in an exhibition, learn about the plight of, of, of a, 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 almost a prehistoric animal. And I think in, in that sense, they connect with uh, nature they connect with humanity and they connect with each other because uh, I mean we had such a difficult year so so it, I, I, we really see this as an opportunity to bring the domestic um, tourists in uh, whether they're young old black white and, and, and reflect on what is essentially a very very pivotal moment in the life of the entire world community and reaching out and enhancing our spirit of Ubuntu and, and just do the good things as a 12-year-old was talking about, yes. You know, it's amazing, Calvin. I listened to you saying, as an old youth, I, I would say maybe maybe we can call you the elastic generation and a perennial, someone who uh, has a position in the world for a good time. Calvin, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. talk to us about the Cape Muslim Art Exhibition. I mean, it's a heritage exhibition and it talks to an extraordinary history in the Western Cape as well. Yes, and uh, for a long time kept under the lid. Because you see, if we look at the colonial history, and even if we look at the you know the coming uh, the unification of of, of the Bush and the Brits and apartheid, the historiography, whether it's public history or the history in the history in the books or history in the archives, the mm-hmm. libraries, were all all very one sided. It it excluded the contribution of Black South Africans. It included uh, excluded the history of you know other other religions other than Christianity. And with this exhibition, we really want to say, if you look at the castle, a 350-year-old building, surely 60 Dutch sailors could not have built that. So where did they come from? Slaves yeah. from Africa, slaves from Madagascar, slaves from Indonesia, slaves from Bali. And, and this exhibition celebrates that contribution over the centuries of a forgotten and a marginalized community's contribution towards the development of Cape Town, the Western Cape, and the African continent as well. And that's the exhibition. It's powerful. The images, you know, it's so powerful. If, uh, if you go in there, the sense of the building, in the sense that the forefathers of these peoples, whose 
pictures and artifacts that are yes. displayed here were contributing towards the building and also the building in a broader sense of, of society, whether it's in the religion, education, in the artisans, in, in art, in performing. And that's the, that's the essence of this exhibition, and, and people must come. And, you know, uh, Michelle, on Friday I engaged with some Afrikaner people because this time of the year the Afrikaner people come to the castle because they believe the bastion of white civilization of of their development and they were just blown away because they they said they never knew there was this part of Cape Town. You know, uh, Calvin, you 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 talk about what I suppose one could call the melting pot, and it really is critical that we remember what a melting pot of people and ideas and heritages and storylines and narratives South Africa is. And if we could remember that, then perhaps we could really start finding our way to some form of understanding one another. That's the, pro- that's the issue. Your, 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 the issue is understanding. Because I think the othering, the, you are different, you look different, your, ne- no. your nose is flatter, your skin is darker, your skin is whiter. That, that misunderstanding is like inherent in the structures and in the architecture of, of our society. Yeah. And the only way that we can deal with that is through education and reaching out and, 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 and rehumanizing and, and, and you know, really catch each other at the level of humanity, of society, because the other structures militate against that. So, so it is about this melting pot where people we must always be forced together so that they can engage and understand each other and say that there's no difference between Jew, Muslim, Christian, between yeah. black, white, Indian, colored. You know, that, that, that there is a common humanity that if we, if we work towards that, the other things will be trivial yeah. and we will work towards a better future because it's about that young lady. Again, I will come back to her. It's about giving them that push to take this country forward because I think the old people uh, are too hard line to, to, to really push South Africa in a different direction. So, you know, um, our, our, there's a fantastic book that I often quote by a guy called Adam Cahan, which talks about collaborating with the enemy. And what it makes me think of is how how quickly we try to put things in as a binary. So, they, as you say, there's yes. black, there's white, yes. there's Muslim, there's Jew, there's um, male, there's female, and the list goes on. And yet if we stop thinking of these things as a binary, but start thinking yeah. of it as a spectrum, so shifting yeah. upwards and downwards that spectrum towards one another, perhaps we can really be uh, shift and change the way we operate in the world. Absolutely, and and that's why public history and the things that we're doing at the castle and what people do in yes. Robben Island everywhere is so important. Because if every citizen in the world, whether it's Chinese, Norwegians, or African, can just take this one takeaway from this, that all life started in Africa, all humanity started in Africa, all yep. civilization started in Africa. So the fact that we were de-pigmatized and, you know, we, some became lighter and some became whiter, we can, we can embrace that understanding. Then I think, as you say, uh, uh, the whole spectrum of, of everything, then I think we will be able to, you know, to reconnect and to, and to work through our differences and our struggles and our problems in a collective way instead of, you know, if I have a vaccine, I will keep it for me first and then I will give it to you. Yeah. But if we, if we get all of us on one page, then I think we will move forward. Anything yeah. else will, will, will create further divisions in the world and a bleak future for that 12-year-old yeah. and a ill get my children, your children and everybody's children. Yeah.
You know, Calvin, um, I know that the Paleontological Trust of South Africa passed talking yes. about the fact that uh, color is simply, I think it's 0.01% of yes. um, the human um, DNA. And so I suppose that's something we need to keep reminding ourselves. Calvin, you mentioned uh, connect and connection, of course, is something which is such a questionable thing here in because of COVID-19. How are you maintaining protocols to keep people safe? You obviously the, the normal ones, but I, I must say to you, um, I've been in heritage for the past seven years in tourism, probably for in my entire life. And yeah. I always preach that this tourism is a fickle industry, but it was resilient. It will come back. But, you know, we were hit very, very, very hard. Yeah. Um, it just, just we, I don't know how SABC works, but we work in cycles of first cases of 1st of April to 31st of March. Yeah. Just this, 30, from, from 1st of April, now, no? yeah. we 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 are eight hundred percent lower than we were last year. Last year, we by this time we were would register eighty five thousand visitors yeah. and translating it about almost four million rand of income because we don't charge a lot because we subsidize yeah. kind of. This year, you are talking about seven thousand from April to now, seven thousand visitors Shh. and translating not even just over a quarter of a million rand. So you can. So, so you, we can talk about protocols. We can talk about reconnect. We can talk about all of that. Yeah. And I, I, my philosophy is life's first. But, yeah. but the devastation in terms of the industry, and that's why you can see the polarization between the national and the provincial, because this, this province is so reliant and over reliant on tourism yeah. that 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 the kind of hardened political views that you see is in the fact that we are destroying the very livelihood. But my, my view is still life's first because you can't you can't develop an economy without people, with sick people, with no people. So 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 that yeah. so we have our protocols and that's why we have these exhibitions because we can then almost manage the people. Absolutely. You can, then into year twenty into year, wash your hands, social distancing, come in at the one door, go out in the other door. So so that's why we have this in order to avoid the your normal touristy things here. So, okay, so Calvin, people may be in Cape Town and they may be also considering um, going to do something very, very different. And I've just had a, a message, someone saying, perhaps we need to consider that the country's history was recorded by a section of the population from a specific perspective, just as a matter of recording it for posterity's sake and not intentionally malicious. Um, well, that's the, it has been uh, recorded, and now we are trying to uh, expand that recording. So just for that listener as well. But just to make sure the people who are in Cape Town and think, ah, oh, you know what, today would be a good day to go and do a trip to the castle. We know that it's safe. How does it happen? Yeah, obviously they can go to our website, but it's very simple. The, 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 the castle is a, a, you know, a facility of the Department of Defense, the Ministry of Defense and Military Veterans. So it's open every day. There are, there are, there are guards yeah. every day. So it's a matter of you get into the main gate, purchase your ticket, and you, you obviously sanitize and social distancing, and you do all of it, and you, and you come in. But they can also go to our website if they're, not, if they're uncertain, uh, you know, if they want more information about us at but it's in the like in the center of the city. People know where the parade is, where the yeah. where the usual minstrel 
thing is, in the middle of the city, the city hall, then they can just come in and, <laughs> and there. No one sells us here, of course. Yeah, of course, but that it's a, sadly so. It's yeah, hard so. to miss that castle. Let's say that for sure. Calvin, yeah, I wish yeah. you all the very, very best, and um, what a, an amazing space to 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 rethink and reimagine yes. history. Yeah. So well done on the work that you're doing. Thanks, Michelle, and have a, a, you know, I say it with a tongue in the cheek, a, a wonderful festive season to you and your uh, colleagues and the, your listeners. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Fantastic. Calvin Gefillin, he's the CEO of the Castle Control Board, and that's the Cape uh, Castle, of course, and there's a wonderful Castle of Good Hope. There's an exhibition, the Cape Muslim Heritage Art Exhibition. I have to say, if I was in Cape Town, that would be an exhibition I would love to go and see.